Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another show. We're going to be talking about the Kingdom Preparation Series that I recently did for the Philippines. Enjoy the shows, folks. It's going to be good stuff. Stay tuned. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Continuing on with Kingdom Culture, Kingdom Preparation Part 8. We are talking about taking time to worship. Stay tuned, folks. It's going to be a good one. Okay, folks. Hey, thanks for tuning in once again. Great to be watching the show with you all. If you're watching right now, Wednesday morning or in the evening in the Philippines, chime in where you're from and even afterwards. Let me know where you're from, what country you're watching it from. That would be totally awesome. It's great to be able to reach people all around the world, and I don't take this lightly. Thank you once again for the collaboration, Jug Honey Love, with the God is Love ministry over in the Philippines. You're doing an amazing job. Keep up the awesome work, young lady. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. This episode's about taking time to worship preparing ourselves for the kingdom of God, but also preparing ourselves, preparing our hearts, getting ready to dig in deep and be the lights of Jesus Christ as we're supposed to be out in the world. So we're continuing on with another episode, and I hope you're all enjoying the series, different preparation series. I'm going to finish with 10 so there'll be a total of 10 in this series, and you don't have to watch them in order, but the first two you do, but after that, hey, watch them whenever you want to. I encourage you to go back and watch the other episodes. Okay, so let's jump right in. This is supposed to help you in your personal walk with the Lord. Very important. That is key. It's all about that personal walk. So in this episode, I'll be discussing worship and ways in which we can worship the Lord, truly worship the Lord. You know, the Webster Dictionary defines worship like this. Worship is to honor with extravagant love and extreme submission. That sounds powerful. You know what I mean? Extravagant love, pouring out your love in a crazy way, in a mighty way, whether that's just falling on your knees, you know, in the privacy of your home or wherever. And um, extreme submission, being obedient, you know. And so others define worship as sitting in his presence, calling out his name in love and adoration. I've heard that uh, people have been worshiping the Lord and revival breaks out within that congregation as all they're saying over and over again is, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for sending Jesus down and just loving and adoring. And before you know it, everybody's in this atmosphere. Like the Spirit of the Lord comes down and literally just takes your breath away. Some people call it the glory cloud. Some people call it that Shekinah glory. You're just in this atmosphere where you just start worshiping the Lord in ways you can't even imagine. And so other ways are serving others. That's worshiping to the Lord. When you serve others in a Christ-like manner, you are worshiping the Lord. You're adoring the Lord and you're doing things through the Lord, using that obedience to God. Uh, you could be at home right? You could be singing at home or in group gatherings, you know, thanking him for all he has done for you. And of course, being obedient once again to his word and living a life that is pleasing to him. And as for many of you, it might look different. I mean, what ways do you worship? Make sure you put it in the comments section and let me know. 
How do you worship the Lord? What ways do you worship the Lord? Do you light a candle? Do you sit in a quiet room? Do you just put on some worship music like what I'll be talking about shortly? For example, I love the way it's written in First Chronicles 16, 23 through 31. It's so beautiful. It says, let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Isn't that beautiful? Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things he has done. Great is the Lord. Yes, I'll say that again. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and joy fill his dwelling. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his presence. Worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Tell all the nations, the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. Amen. Man, that's powerful. You know, and when I was reading that passage, I was just like, oh my gosh, that is beautiful. That totally just explains everything. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, thank you. Oh, you just want to worship the Lord right then and there. And so for me personally, there are times where I would put on some worship music and before you know it, and this is no joke, and some of you experience this, the next thing you know, the tears are flowing from your eyes. You know, my hands are raised and I'm in the comfort of my own home. My eyes are closed and I'm just glory. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. I love you so much. I'm so thankful for what you've done for me. And you just bask in his glory. You know, you can do that right in the comfort of your own home. And it's so beautiful. You know, when we're in the presence of others, sometimes we may not, you know, we may be stiff. We know how it is. Some people can jump around and hoop and holler and do all kinds of crazy stuff. But when they get in the presence of folks, sometimes they get hindered because of what they think other people might think of them. And that doesn't mean you start jumping around and climbing on chairs and acting crazy. But when you're truly in a mode of worship for the Lord and you're either your hands are raised or you just want to go to the altar and just get on your knees and just pray and thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And just your spirit just fills up with a song. You feel what I'm saying? I think you know what I'm saying. And sometimes when that happens, it sets an atmosphere of praise. And that is so true. You'll get into the word deeper. You know, I'll come home and I have the little Alexa units and I'll say, Alexa. Oh, I better not say it now because I'm talking in the house and it'll end up picking up. But then you say, play gospel music. And the next thing you know, that one gospel song or whatever song it is that hits you right in your heart, right in your spirit, man. And all of a sudden, something just wells up inside of you and you just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Heavenly Father. I thank you. And then the lyrics sometimes in some of these songs are just so beautiful. And uh, it, it just takes you away. 
And so once you enter into that atmosphere where you're just praising the Lord and you're just worshiping him, there's times you could just sit in that for hours. You just sit back and all of a sudden a song will hit you and you're crying and you're crying out to God, just thanking him for everything he's done for you. And it's just a beautiful interaction between you and him and just spirit, Holy Spirit within you, just pouring out as your body's pouring out and just, oh, just amazing. You know, King David wrote some beautiful Psalms that make worshiping the Lord such a beautiful thing. He also gave us instructions on how we can learn to worship God as well. And that's really nice when you can go through the book of Psalms and you can read the different Psalms like Psalm nine, verse one, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. Kind of like what I was just talking about. I will give you thanks to you, Lord for all you've done for me. You know what I mean? You just say something like that. It just comes out like that. But anyway, let me get back to the verse. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Right there. We've all, we all know of some things that the Lord has done for us, some beautiful things he's done for us that you just want to sit back and you just talk about those things. That's worshiping the Lord. Thank you for the fresh air. Thank you for my life. You know, you could just go on and on. Have you ever just sat in a private place and just thank God with all your heart? Have you ever talked to God and reminded him of all the wonderful things he's done for you? And even though he knows what he's done for you, it's so nice for you to speak it out loud to him in private, in a group of people. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Lord. Because when your heart's in the right place and when you're in the right mainframe, when you're in the right mainframe of, of worship, when you're in that right setting and you just know in your heart what you're saying and you're not bragging about anything, you're just saying, thank you, Lord, for the blessings. Thank you for all that you've done for me. You know, Psalm 717 says, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. Nice. Colossians 2, 7, let your roots grow deep into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Thankfulness. That's like my cup here that says, let your light shine. It's like pouring in thankfulness and it just overflows everywhere. And it's just an outpouring of that thankfulness, which actually comes out in your worship. You're expressing that. And that is a way, that's a form of worship. You know, I want you to do something. When you get a chance, sooner rather than later, I want you to grab a sheet of paper and make a list of everything you are thankful for. After you make your list, I want to encourage you to read it out loud in private or as a family. If you want to make it a family project, you can do a family project right in your home. But you're going to take this list and you're going to read it out loud. And don't read it out loud like, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. I'm so happy for this. I'm so happy for that. No, an example is like, Heavenly Father, thank you for life. Thank you for oxygen to breathe. Thank you for my amazing wife, Barb, my awesome family. Thank you for saving me and so forth. And just go on, you know, thank you for my daughter, Samantha Marie and her husband, Tony, 
and the grand boys there, the grandsons, Xavier's, both of them, Biggie and Smalls. Thank you for my son, Stephen. You know, and you just go into things. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for Pastor Joseph. You know, thank you for the connections with the Philippines. Thank you, Lord, for all those out there sharing the messages to reach the people. Thank you for Jug Honey Love and connecting us so that I'm able to do this in the first place. Thank you for DJ Angela, who's just spreading the word and sharing those messages. You know, there's so many things. Thank you for pastors that are in my life. You know, Pastor Junior, Pastor Janice, thank you for the lambs, Heavenly Father. Thank you for my church family. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ all around the world. Thank you for all those that are mentoring my life and you could just keep going and going and going. And it doesn't have to stop. It doesn't go. Thank you for everything. Oh, what time is it? Oh, two more minutes. And thank you also. No. That's what worship is all about and adoring the Lord. You just pour your heart out. You know what I mean? Thank you for all those listening to this message right now. You know, thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for my dad. Thank you for all those out there, family members, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, aunts, you know, and the list goes on and on. And then once you're done, and you may not even be done, you might just keep going. And if you're with your family and everybody reads their sheet out, and then you just keep thanking God for things, and then you turn on some worship music, and before you know it, you're singing and hugging each other and holding hands. That's what worship is all about, worshiping the Lord with all that you have in you. So important. You know, King David wrote a great psalm about thankfulness. And here's part of it. It's Psalm 136. I'm going to read verses 1 through 9 for starters. Give thanks. And I love the way he does this. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. God with a big G of gods with a little g for all those out there that believe in other things. But there's only one true God. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever the sun to rule the day his faithful love endures forever and the moon and the stars to rule the night his faithful love endures forever isn't that powerful and every time his faithful love endures forever think about that his faithful love endures oh lord i love you so much and the psalm wraps up with the last four verses sharing about how the Israelites were provided for. And we can also speak these same verses about our lives as well. Verses 23 through 36 of that same passage goes, He remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. He saves us from our enemies. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. And I'm going to say that one last time. His faithful love endures 
forever. That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful, you guys? I mean, just... It just gets you doing this episode. It just puts me in the mode. I was listening to worship music all day, pretty much doing my typing and things like that and getting ready for these episodes and just listening to worship music just before I get started doing the show. It puts you in that atmosphere where you're just so thankful. You can't wait to share the goodness of the Lord. You just can't wait to share it so much to be thankful for. And so, you know, one of my favorite verses, as most of you know, if you listen to all my episodes, I'm always talking about 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, because this is God's love. This is why you worship the Lord. One of the reasons, because his love. And remember, everything I'm talking about in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 is God. It's Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. God loves us that much. There's no way to pay him back. There's no way to pay back God for sending his son down to die, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father. There's no way we can pay back that kind of love, seriously. So how do we give back to someone who loves us so unconditionally like that? By giving them praise, being obedient to them, and by trying our hardest as a human each day to live in a way that would please him. That's what true worship is. True worship is loving him so much that we just want to lay in his atmosphere, just lay there and worship him and love on him. You know, once again, I want you to remember the definition from the dictionary. Worship is to honor with extravagant love and extreme submission. Isn't that beautiful? You know, you take this book, I've got the Bible in my hand, the Word of God, you take that, this Word passed down from generation to generation, 66 books put together, bound together. We have so much to be thankful for that we even have the Word of God in our hands. We need to praise God and be thankful for that. Whether you're in a group setting or whether you're in the privacy of your own home, you need to let out that worship and thankfulness to the Lord. You know that feeling when you're in a group setting and you're worshiping the Lord and all of a sudden you feel this butterfly feeling and you just get overwhelmed and you can't help it but you're crying and you're right there in public and you're crying your eyes out and you're in that atmosphere. You're in that zone of true worship. It's so beautiful. And so in closing, as we look at kingdom preparation, please take the time to realize that part of our walks with the Lord and being his disciples and representing him is to learn how to truly worship him, not just in public, but also in your own homes, in private, in that quiet place, in that place where you can go by yourself, out by the water, by a stream, out on a mountainside, out in a field, wherever it might be. Take the time out to worship the Lord. So important. 
You know, so in closing, I also want to recommend some songs to you that will give you a true feeling of what worship can feel like. And I love this song because it truly explains there's times when I'm just crying and I and there's nothing wrong with me, but I'm just in that atmosphere with the Lord. And that one song, one of those songs that I want to share with you is called Why We Sing by Kirk Franklin and the Family. It's from 1993. And oh my gosh, there's times that song will come on and I'll get goosebumps and I'll just get in that mode and I'm crying and I'm trying to sing the song, but my throat gets all raspy and I can barely sing like a little kid crying and uh, it just becomes something beautiful. Uh, Another great one is Reckless Love. And the one that I really enjoy, a friend of ours had put it on uh, Facebook. They're doing a live concert. The song is Reckless Love by Corey Asbury or Asbury. And it's powerful. And in it, he has his testimony. Beautiful song, Reckless Love. And my wife and I also love listening to some, some different worship songs online on YouTube. Like we subscribe to the group called Tribal. And that's T-R-I-B-L-E. It's a mixed group of Christian musicians and artists that get together and worship the Lord. And they'll just be in the room. And it's almost like they go off the cuff. Someone will have a song. They'll start singing it. They've got pianos, drums, the guitar. They're worshiping the Lord. And they're gathered around in this big circle, just loving on one another and loving on the Lord. Hands raised, hugging each other, just in full-blown worship. It's powerful. You know, and there's all other kinds of different worship music. You know, there's hip hop. I mean, there was a guy the other day that Jug Honeylove had on one of her pages, and I didn't understand one bit of the language that he was singing, but he was so into worshiping the Lord that it was beautiful. And I watched the whole thing and I told him, I was like, I don't understand what you're saying, but it's beautiful. And it's like that. You know, you can feel it. So you've got the hip hop culture, hip hop groups out there. You've got country music, you know, all all kinds that are worshiping the Lord in different ways. And it's some of the words. Sometimes you might hear a hip hop song and they're rapping to a song. They're rapping to music and the words that they're saying is what you need to pay attention to. The beats are fantastic, but sometimes those words will just hit you when they're saying, Lord, you grabbed me when I was dying. You saved me when I was going to take my life. You know, whatever it may be, and you're listening to these songs and you're hearing these words, and it just grabs you by the heart, and it just blows you away, and it's beautiful. So let me know what kind of style you like for worship music as well. It'd be neat to have a little conversation about that and share that with me. But just find the music that you like. Make sure it's biblical, of course. Make sure it's biblical. And uh, just take that time out for the Lord. And so lastly, remember, during your worship time, James 4, 7 through 8 says, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Seek after him with your all. Let's pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for sharing this message about worship today. I thank you for all the listeners and watchers out there. I just pray that you just watch over them, protect them, and keep them safe. May they all, including me, come into a deeper, deeper level of worship with you. 
And for those who don't know how to worship, Lord, that this video will help them come closer to you in a mighty way in realizing that if they surrender their lives, they surrender and obedient to your word and just give of themselves and just get arrested by you, fall at your feet and worship you and thank you for all that you've done for us, that they'll be able to step into that true worship with you. So, Lord, just thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for all the blessings. I just ask you watch over all those out there listening and watching. Bless them and their families. And I thank you so much for the opportunity to do this video and this recording. I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget, Jug Honey Love has God is love. Her ministry, God is love. Every Sunday, 8.30 p.m., she'll be doing some amazing interviews. So make sure you tune in to those as well. She's over there at 8.30 p.m. in Manila in the Philippines. And so great shows. If you're East Coast, it'll be around 8.30 a.m. Great shows, great people, great messages from all over the world. And uh, please let me know what country, once again, that you're chiming in from. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to get connected with me as well relevance for today check out the website i've got the links down below as always thank you so much hey thank you so much to stable landing great christian clothing gear love the hats love the shirts great stuff why not instead of wearing somebody's basketball shoe company name why not wear jesus christ put on the whole armor of god hey love you all thanks for tuning in thanks for checking it out and chit-chatting back and forth Love you all. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Peace.